You see, as for a game, like when you get a chance, every player, every blessed player will decide to score. But, and the goalkeeper also will decide to cut the ball. So when you both decide together, then you miss the chance. I decide differently and he also decide differently. And our decision was together. That's why he was able to cut the ball. So I think next time I raise my head and watch the goal post and put the ball inside. It's a special Friday night. Yeah, Charlie. Val's Day type of Friday night. And right from Adabraka. Number 11, Dr. Martin Loop. Benjamin Inketia here. With you already know. The only show that has 90 minutes on lock. Sports Panorama. You know what I always say? We own the airwaves for now. Charlie, a lot has been happening. It's been it's been a whirlwind of a week. From from Daniel Free to Gokaeldis and Ashanti Gold to Kaf Ahmad Ahmad and their issues. There's just so much to chew on. Hakim Zayek moving to Chelsea in the NBA. There's All-Star Weekend. Charlie, there's a lot to chew on. But shout-outs to El Lizato. Charlie, says a goat that smiles or is smiling. Your smiles will not prevent you from being taken to the market. What? Guy dropped all kinds of bars in there. Yeah, Charlie. Shout-outs to Baby Jet as well. And a big one to Daniel Free. I said today, or within the week, that just like Isaac Newton, Thomas Edison, and the likes, you are just as great. Maybe not at finishing chances, but at propounding theories. Daniel Free's work of art... After that game against Ash Gold, I have termed it the decisions theory. 
the decisions theory. We'll be talking about the Ghana Premier League. The guys are in studio. Bob is here, aka Daniel Cranting. Fentu Tahiru is here. Extravaga. Extrava. Strava. 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 Yo, I can literally scratch with this, you know. Extravagava. Gava Gava. Gava Gava. Fentu Tahiru is here. And then, of course, Sowutum Steph Curry can take a shot from here and it is still swoosh at Osu. Oh, 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 that's a new name. What are you guys on about? The, uh, the tomato caucus Danielli delivered. Actually, not love doctor, love. love. The love doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Pane. Yeah. <laughs> the shocks of the rose on. I don't know. Yeah, But I have another really interesting story. Look, it has to be... The balloonist. Man. The balloonist. <laughs> Sorry. The balloonist. No, that's serious. That's, that's serious. <laughs> All right, man. The balloonist. The balloonist. Yeah. The, the balloon lover. <laughs> Sir Cupid. Yeah. yeah. Charlie, your name is you. Charlie. See, there's a story which has been kept in the sports panorama freezer for, I'm sure, like two years. Two years. <laughs> Yes, look, as far as Hall of Fame stories go, right? Man, man, see, there are few people, there are few people who've had the opportunity, right? Fence, relax, relax, relax for me, relax. See, Fence will tell behave. While Fence. <laughs> While I'm getting fed to behave, you can still join the show via text and WhatsApp 0549-986-996-0549-986-996. You can also tweet at me at Kojon Ketia and use the hashtag Sports Panorama. The show itself is probably brought to us by Betway, Charlie Betway doing big things. And then DSTV, they make all the action uh, happen. So back to my story, right? So you see, now that people are these days besieging the residents of the Don, Namwan, to try and collect their money. I'm sure you probably remember that not too long ago, Namwan was busily shaking hands with Kwesi Nyantechi, getting cozy with Kwesi Nyantechi, and signing deals that would benefit the Ghana Premier League, right? Yeah. Great. Now, guess who was the representative of City 97.3 FM at that particular press conference? Our good old Daniel Cranting. Now, back then, he was... Charlie, that was Yeah, Charlie. Reporter one, but sponsorship correspondent. I'm telling you. <laughs> let me let, see that. By that time, he was a little new on the job. You know, he was like starstruck when he met Namwan, Kwesi Nyantechi, and Co. There's that story, but what I didn't understand, right, is how Daniel Cranting. Oh man, <laughs> wait. Let me just play the six years more. <laughs> Charlie. See, let me tell you something, guys. If you have any idea, the amount of blackmail, the amount of threats, the amount of I won't talk to you, I will, I will, I will. Charlie, the amount of threats that have gone down just to keep this audio under wraps for almost two years. Nah, it's serious. Then and he went to poke the bear. Charlie. <laughs> then he went to poke the bear. But before I play this audio, right? It's a Hall of Fame audio. You're going to hear it every now and then on the show. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> Shout out to Fentu Tahiru, right? He didn't just he give, he, he didn't just give us the audio. He picked up the audio, 
and he spiced up the audio. So basically, what's going on is that Daniel Cranston, after meeting the famous Nam One, you know, not any any Nam One, the Nam One you know, yeah. when he wanted to sponsor the guy, he met Nam One. I don't know if he, if Nam One electrocuted him. I don't know if he was starstruck. I I don't know if he was putting a no, trance. Let me tell you the story. Let me tell you part of the story. <laughs> you see, eh? <laughs> Charlie, this audio, eh? <laughs> we sent him to go and report on the the um, the Ghana Premier League. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and it was at Kempinski. Zalofon car sponsoring the Ghana Premier League. Yeah, Charlie. See that day, number one came in in a Adidas tracks. Thank you, white all, all white Adidas nah, tracks. Nah, I remember. Nah, nah. Eh, no, no, no. Then the same cranting we had just. No, I mean, I mean, it was tw- it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, sorry, you yeah. Go and <laughs> go and watch what they would say. Just reporter. We already knew the details of the deal anyway. Just what they would say. Italy. Report. Then your man goes. And that day, it was a Thursday. What merge, man? So your man was supposed to file a report for midday news. Now when he went, you know, young reporter wants to show off. Exuberance. Then, then he went to raise his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, Granty, what's your question? He said, eh, you people, this deal that you are signing, are you sure... Are you sure you have money to pay in the long term? Charlie. <laughs> then all people start booing him. That was where it started, though. Ah. They say, hey, you are a hater. So, they so you want to say that the intention catch your man already? Oh, the intention, oh, the intention catch him already. Mm. When they boo your man. Mm. Say, my friend, including Get some journalists, crap. Get out of your negativity. Yeah, we always carrying negativity around. Mm. Then after, after he was done, your man's hand goes shake Namwa in hand. My mom see and what he say, eh, hey, nana, oh, no, no, oh, question, no, it was a good question, don't worry. But he's shaking her. Then your man go around 11, I say, Daniel, uh, please send a short report, let's use it for midday news. <laughs> your man take the microphone. When he repeat, I, no, your man take the, he taking iPhone, he mm-hmm. record the report, take seven. Mm. What followed is history. It's, but it's what's now become a legend. Charlie, two years, so two years. I'm, like, I'm, two listen, years. Listeners, I'm telling you that for two years, there have been threats, blackmail, and oh. everything possible. You know, we've alluded to it on this show many, I mean, many he, times. Even, he's, like, he's been threatened to like quit. And oh. stuff like that. <laughs> My friends did a good job on the, on, the, on the audio today. Then he did that to me last week. Yes. <laughs> he decided to stir the hornet's nest. Yes. So you see, the thing, it should have been draw. So blackmail, that's how it works. I had his audio. I had his tape. I kept it. The moment he got my tape, no, fly. I said, okay, if that's how we're going to do it, bring it on. I told him I would get him. All I can tell you, all all I can tell listeners is that, you know, we like to give names on the show. After this audio, (laughs) I will let you decide what name Daniel Cranston should have. Please, let's enjoy history. Now, CEO CEO of Xylophone Group, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia, CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Epo. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Champong. Hey. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Champong. Oh. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Mensa. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Please. <laughs> See, please play me that audio again. Now CEO of CEO of Xylophone Group, 
CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Epia CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Epo CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Champong CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Champong CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Mensa Nana, Nana Apu, Nana Bonsu, Nana, Nana, Nana Champo, Nana, Nana Grada. No, play the audio again. Now, CEO of CEO of Xylophone Group, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epo, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Apia Champo. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Champong. Oh. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Mensa. Tale, Tale, let me tell you something. Fento Tahiru, you are you are good enough to be a producer. Hey, you can produce a music record. What? <laughs> you see, the interesting part. See, how many times did he try? Hey, you're laughing at me last week. He said, Nana. Uh, then he go chalk. <laughs> it be like the appearance. He can't say it. Is it CEO of Xylophone Group? Nana app. CEO of Xylophone Group. Nana app. No. See, let me let me let me leave this to listeners to judge. So this was Fenty Tahiru last week. Listen to this. Independence anniversary celebrations in Kumasi will be crowned by a weekend of sporting activities at the Babayari Stadium. That's according to chairman of the organizing committee for this year's event, Lord Komi. A boxing extravaganza. Now, this year's uh, 63rd Independence Day celebrations will be headlined by a weekend of sporting activities in Kumase. A boxing extravaganza. Oh, what the hell is going on? Now, this year's uh, 63rd Independence Day celebrations in Kumase will be headlined by a weekend of sporting activities at the Babayara Stadium. This is according to the chairman of the organizing committee of this year's event, Lord Komi. A boxing extravaganza will kick off the week. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> Yo, the way, the way Fent said extravaganza with relief and patience. Now, listeners. No, li listeners, listeners, tell me. Which, which is better? Nana Achampo or extravaganza? No, Asagama Yuega. Oh, fine, everyone. What is it? Nah, I'm not going to be a little bit Let's get down to serious business here on Sports Panorama. But you see, I will interlace the show with both audios because this this is a legendary soundbite. Now, the biggest meal on our plate today is what's going on at CAF. Uh, before that, mm -hmm. there's some breaking news. The biggest story. The biggest story now is Manchester City. No, CAF's still bigger. I'm coming. No, wait. I'm coming. Wait for it. So You're probably having heard it. Cuff, Manchester City. Ban. No, Manchester no. City have been kicked out of the Champions League. Two seasons. two seasons. That's sweet. Wait, what? So Real Madrid qualifies? <laughs> no, no, no. Now? No, this season is not. This season is not part. This season is not part. Now, 
UEFA said that Manchester City breached FFP rules. Mm-hmm. They overstated, mm-hmm. essentially overstated sponsorship money that was coming in. And that their books were not correct. Fraudless. Long and short. <laughs> Fraudless. Yeah. Long and short. Now, City have released a statement to question the ban. Now, City's statement reads as follows. I'll read portions of that. Manchester City is disappointed, but not surprised, by today's announcement by the UEFA Adjudicatory Chamber. The club has always anticipated the ultimate need to seek out an independent body and process to impartially consider the comprehensive study a comprehensive body, rather, of irrefutable evidence in support of this position. In December 2018, the UEFA chief investigator publicly previewed the outcome and sanction he intended to be delivered to Man City before any investigation had even begun. They are are saying that UEFA had already decided on what they were going for. They are not shocked. They they said they will file an appeal to the Court of Arbitration for Sports as quickly as possible. So that's where we are. Now, if that appeal fails, mm-hmm. it means Man City will not play in the Champions League for the next two seasons. Mm. Champions League and Europa League. So, mm. we only play the league in vain. Mm. Mm. And um, mm. we'll see what happens from there. Mm. Plus, they've been giving a £30 million fine. So, that's what's going on. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted, at least, that UEFA is doing this. Because there were so many allegations. Guys, if you remember, yeah. was it Kicker? Yeah, Kika released all kinds of very, very interesting revelations. They brought all kinds of revelations saying that Man City were in cahoots with certain UEFA officials to bypass the rules and certain UEFA officials who are at UEFA or are not there anymore and have moved on to other footballing positions. Promised them that nothing will happen to them, so they continue, they should continue doing what they are doing. Mm. But it looks like UEFA has taken a stance. We'll wait to see. Manchester City, they, they were looking at winning the Champions League this season. Yeah, and I think it that's takes a, us brilliantly to... the teeth. Yes, uh, what's happening at CAF. Yep. Um, I'm sure you were going there, but because of this, they are yeah. in the same area, so we'll go there. So earlier this week, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and I'm sure we all know PricewaterhouseCoopers. For our listeners... You see. I, think, I think you should go back to the background. Fatma Samora okay. so, finishing so, yes. so So the background to this is that in the last few months, FIFA sent their general secretary, Fat, Fatma Samora, to CAF to go and supervise the activities because they suspected things were not right with CAF. We're even joking that CAF was being normalized, and to a large extent, it was true. So they sent Fatma Samara to go and supervise that. She's been supervising them for a while. Now she uncovered a lot of she, she came across a lot of things, and so she asked Price Waterhouse Coopers to go into CAF's books mm. to check if things were okay. Two days ago. Um, or yesterday, the audit report, or the story was done by the BBC. They had cited the audit report, but they didn't give a link. But they quoted things in the report. Now, the report said a number of things. One, CAF's accounting was, quote, unreliable and untrustworthy. Mm. Two, CAF, the Pricewaterhouse looked at 40 large payments that CAF made. Out of the 40, 35 of those payments were considered unusual. And they were... And they amounted to an amount of, or they amounted to a sum of $8.3 million. Point three, they also discovered that CAF staff were demotivated, were understaffed, and they were being overworked. Mm. And that they also investigated CAF's deal with Tactical Steel. Now, Tactical Steel is, an, is a little-known equipment supplier. All of a sudden, CAF cancels a contract it has with Puma and goes to sign a deal with Tactical Steel. Now, if you go into Tactical Steel, now they are run by this gentleman called Romo Selye. 
Now, Romo Selye is a long-standing friend and former army colleague of Mr. Ahmad Ahmed's attaché. So, Mr. Ahmad Ahmed's number two knows the people at Tactical Steel. And that's the company that got the, 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 the contract to supply kits and equipment to CAF. Now, if you go through the, the report, it stated that, for example, like I said, 35 payments amounting to 8.3 million dollars either had little or no support documentation. So, CAF were paying out monies to people without any proper paperwork. For you, for, for all you know, they were not even giving the money to people. The other, bit, the other bit too was that now remember that CAF gives $200,000 every year to every single football federation in Africa. Mm-hmm. All 54. And it comes from FIFA. It's on the FIFA Forward Project. Some countries did not receive their monies. Mm-hmm. Now if you remember, a few years ago Musa Biliti, who was FA chairman of Liberia complained that things were not right. Complained that his country was yet to receive money from FIFA or CAF. It turns out that CAF took Three separate payments of a hundred thousand dollars and said they had paid to Liberia only for the money to end up in two mystery companies in Poland and one in Estonia. So, CAF that money that CAF took and meant for African countries, they did not do so. They also noticed that FIFA money, FIFA money, sorry, the executive committee were doing all kinds of strange things, they were paying people without supporting paperwork. The same executive committee will decide how much compensation each of them will get. They were ballooning travel expenses and they were not doing things right. And CAF money was being used to do different things. For example, they were being used to give wives of CAF ex-exco members. CAF money was used to sponsor funerals. Are you talking about their their (laughs) partners? They said they are wives. They said they are wives. Yeah, Kakuta, you talk about no, the, no, wife. The Esco people. Yes, they are wives. Esco of, of, of Kaf. Mm-hmm. Those the Kuta. They are wives. Now, the other bit of the report that surprised me a lot. PricewaterhouseCoopers stated that they were looking at a portion of 2014 to 2019. In that period, 20% of the data they needed to go through the numbers, they couldn't find that data at Kaf. What? CAF couldn't give yep. PricewaterhouseCoopers 20% of financial records and they were missing. <clears throat> so that was what PricewaterhouseCoopers uncovered. Earlier today, CAF met in Doha after PricewaterhouseCoopers had given them the report. Now, CAF has come out to say that the report is unreliable and it is unfounded. But what do you expect from them? Now, they are saying that all the monies that they gave to the excos, the exco members, the monies for funerals and things, they are justified. They are saying that if we cough, if we spend money on funerals, it is good because the people, who, those who died, were working for cough and were working for African football. So we have every right to spend money on their funerals. Now, cough says that they will not believe the reports because they asked PricewaterhouseCoopers to show up at today's meeting. And they didn't show up. Hold on a second. Cough day, Sikano Bonsawa. Yes, <laughs> basically. So, <laughs> uh-huh. so, okay, so they are saying go. that once PricewaterhouseCoopers did not have the guts to show up at their meeting, then it means that there's something wrong with their audit report. So they, CAF, will not accept it. That's the long and short of what they are telling us. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening in terms of African football um, in Egypt. Now, the other bit we should remember is that this week, CAF and Egypt signed a 10-year deal to grant CAF officials immunity top cap of CAF officials, that is the president and his two, vice, two vices, they are getting immunity. What does it mean? 
Now, international relations, if you say somebody gets immunity, it means that now Ahmad Ahmad and his two number twos will have diplomatic passport. They'll be treated as diplomats in Egypt. They'll be immune from prosecution in Egypt. They'll, be, they'll get the same benefits people in an embassy or an ambassador may get. If they're coming into Egypt, they can use VIP. They won't search their bags. They have free pass. Those things. And that is what the Egyptian government has given CAF for the next 10 years. Why is that happening? Morocco wanted the CAF headquarters moved to their place. Now, if it happens, Amadama and his people will be in trouble. They could get prosecuted in Morocco. But the Egyptians have given them a haven for the next 10 or so years. Hmm. So if you are wondering, if you love Ghana football and you don't know what's happening in African football, that's the latest. That they say CAF's numbers are in disarray. CAF is seriously defending. And if you go back to the arrest of Ahmad Ahmad in France mm-hmm. over corruption, you will start to see that there is possibly something extremely now, wrong. Now don't forget that Ahmad Ahmad sacked not just the CAF general secretary, he sacked, he sacked, sacked finance the finance officer. officer as well. These two Good. people were are said to be the people who started to leak info to FIFA yep. that there is something happening at CAF. So please mm-hmm. come and check. Now apparently from the reports also, it says that CAF is woefully understaffed. Now, what I'm suspecting is that a lot of the people that would typically be designated to do certain jobs have all been removed. And so their jobs have been pushed onto other people and the monies that they are supposed to be getting yes. have supposedly now, the gone other, to the other thing, The other thing that pockets. the report stated was that calf workers complained that their movement, yep. i.e. when they come to work, mm-hmm. when they close, people's attendance, mm-hmm. people's vacations, people's expenses are not monitored. Essentially, people do what they want. You mean it's a jungle? At CAF. You can mm. come into work anytime, close at any time. Think about it. Vacation at any time, go and leave at any CAF time. CAF doesn't have a proper what? IT department. That's according to PricewaterhouseCoopers. Oh, and they don't have a code of ethics. CAF don't have a code of ethics according to the PwC. They don't have any ethics by which they run. Apparently, a lot of the monies too were distributed physically. Cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cash. Yes, and Money in the handbag now. Yes, so the other thing they said was that they were paying cash. They were paying some of some of the, the biggest payments. Some of the biggest payments they made were like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash, and they were giving people cash. Goodness! So that's the lowdown. Hmm. That's what's going on as far as CAF is concerned. So that's a bit of information uh, for you to chew on. That's not something we can go ahead and say, mm-hmm. well, CAF should do this and do that. FIFA are in the process. For those of you who don't know, FIFA are in the process of normalizing CAF. So this is all part of the normalization process, bringing Fatma Samora down for six months. Her report was submitted in February, and then PwC also, uh, we've seen this PwC report. So in the report, they mentioned that Ahmad Ahmad needs to be further investigated, along with a couple of others and some of the payments that have been made. So uh, that's what's going on as far as the Confederation of African Football is concerned. Well, our attention to the Ghana Premier League in a bit. But just before we do that, Daniel Lefrie will usher us into that special moment. We'll begin with Ashgold and Asante Kotoko because that's a big clash this weekend. But when Efrie met Ashgold, he couldn't score against them. And then my good friend Elikondo asked him exactly what his mind state was when he was getting all those sitters and he was missing them. As for a game... Like when you get a chance, every player, every blessed player will decide to score. But and the goalkeeper also will decide to catch the ball. So when you both decide together, then you miss the chance. 
I decided differently, and he also decided differently. And our decision was together. That's why he was able to cut the ball. So I think next time, I raise my head and watch the goal post and put the ball inside. No, you can't be confused. This is directory. You say what? I decided differently, he decided differently. And, and our, our decision, decision was, was together. together. It's called the decisions theory. <laughs> no, no, play it again. You see, as for a game, like when you get a chance, every player, every blessed player will decide to score. But and the goalkeeper also will decide to cut the ball. So when you both decide together, then you miss the chance. I decided differently, and he also decided differently. And our decision was together. That's why he was able to cut the ball. So I think next time, I raise my head and watch the goal post and put the ball inside. Now I'm a farmer dream. And I'm not a farmer dream. And I'm a fire dream. Hey! It's not me. The decisions theory. The next time, I'm a PGM team. I'm a ball. No, totally. But you see, the funny thing is that, like, you I mean, I... I remember when I posted this, some people were saying, oh, players shouldn't conduct interviews in English. Because The issue isn't Daniel Afriya's English. His English was on point. Actually, he was quite eloquent. He, he expressed himself yeah, properly. He, he was talking about, yeah, he was talking about something. It was fluent. It may not be grammatical correct at all times, but it was fluent. You could hear him. You knew exactly what he was saying. It was just what he was trying to talk about that was a little bit complicated. You know, you... Uh, but I think it we it's it's one of those things where it, it it really does take us into the minds of these players because you know at this level you can't miss a chance of that nature and it was a one v one opportunity twice it, twice twice in that game against the one one, one and then after the match you come and tell us that next time you will raise your head and put the ball in the back of the net so what. I mean, up until this point, what do you think you need to do when you have a 1v1 situation? So Not up until after the Asgore game, he didn't know that when you have a 1v1 situation, you need to raise your head and look at the goalkeeper. Oh, the guy explained himself. He says that he decided to go this way. The goalkeeper also decided to go the same way. And so their decision was together. So next time, when he raises his head, the goalkeeper he'll raises sure, his he'll, head. He will make sure that their decision isn't together. <laughs> I, That's why I say it is the decision's <laughs> theory. <laughs> I, I look. I I think this just speaks to um, lack of coaching of forwards. Mm. Yes, there's a part a player must do. Or, you know, there's there's a part he must work on and finish chances and everything. But I think that players need to be taken through what it means to get into a penalty box because some of these things. Daniel Cranston says it all the time. You either have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. But I believe that you can teach it to a point. Right? When I look at a player like Erling Haaland, I don't think anybody taught him how to score. But of course, certainly he's been coached into where to go, how to run, how to move, what to do when you get the ball and how you compose yourself. And I think that players can learn that. I don't know what kind of setup exists in some of the Ghana Premier League clubs. I, I, I'm yet to hear of one that has a striker's coach, whatever. But I, I, like I said, it just speaks to a lack of proper coaching. Yeah, but, but if I may just add something to that. Um, proper coaching, yes, but crucially, it must be noted that these things are taught during the developmental stages okay. of yeah. the of the football. Mm-hmm. Because, to be honest with you, it's because of the sort of development that we have attached, or the sort of approach that we've attached to developing the player. Okay, when you go to Spain, they are saying that every player who goes through that Spanish system should have a minimum of ten years. Proper coaching development, mm. so they will look at picking the player at age eight, mm. 
And then by the time he turns 18, they believe that he's got, he's been coached or he's been developed properly. Now go and show us everything that you've learned. Whatever you've gone through, it's time to go and show us and show the world. So you, you clearly see them do these things with ease because countless occasions, situations have been created for them for close to 10 years minimum. And they would definitely execute. So when you see players like Haaland doing the sort of things he's doing, he's gone through proper academic system where he's been coached or he's been taught what to do as a striker. What should I do when it is a 1v1 situation? When it is not a 1, when do I need to go for power? When do I need to go for placement? Yeah. When do I raise my head and look at what is happening before I take a decision? These are things that are taught at the developmental stage. And in this country, we don't value that. And that is why our football keep going backwards and backwards and backwards. It's not about attacking or looking at it at the top. I'm shocked that we've started the premiership. We've started the Division 1 already. And nothing has been said about coach football. We are still waiting for the way forward. And I remember that nothing has been everybody, said about it. The, the, the major players that were contesting for that election, including Keto Kriko himself, yeah. said that it would be the backbone and I'm sure. of his administration. And I'm but, sure because if you look at, for me, I've, I've said here, how many footballs were given to the Premier League teams? Was it mm. 10, 20 or so? I wait to see how many will be given to the kids. Mm. Because that is so very, very important. Let's turn our attention to this weekend's round of matches. Um, the, the, there's a game uh, going uh, on. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. update. An update. It's Legon City's one. When you say it's one one. Oh, it's one one. Oh, in Kosong. Only flavor. Only mushroom. Only ice water. Only pure water. Benjamin. What did you call me? Bagbin. I'm of your. You see. I was, Chale, I was, Chale, no, Chale, I had decided to Chale, call Daniel, Chale, Chale, and then I decided to call you two, and the two Chale. decisions were together. So I ended up with <laughs> Bagbin. Why are you doing this? No, no, Bagbin. Let's talk locally. Uh, talk, talk, talk. That's what I'm saying. You see, I, I don't, see, I don't think, um, I, I think the biggest story this week in terms of the local league has to be the revocation of the lines. We are, we are going to get there. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. Yes. Mm. Uh, because we are talking about that game. Mm -hmm. And I think um, we can start from there and zoom into the match itself. Mm -hmm. You see, there, there is something fundamentally wrong somewhere. Something is missing somewhere. We know that Ashanti goal coach, Mr. Kasim Gokialdes, yeah. Kasim G., <laughs> well, this name, the trouble it has caused this week He had been in Ghana for some time Even when Sharif Mambo was still taking charge of the yes. thing I think match day 3 If I'm not mistaken So for, for those, who are, those of you who are lost Fence is speaking about the GFA's decision This week to revoke The license Or to, to ban or bar As gold yeah, head coach yes, Kasim yes. Gokai this from coaching because According to their checks when they went to the German FA and the Turkish FA where he supposedly and allegedly picked up his license, there was no record to yeah. that extent. Yes, so so he's been asked to step aside. Asgood have been asked to ask him to step aside and then his name has also been deleted from, from the their competition competitions management system. Management system. So <laughs> that's what's going on as far as this case goes. Fenty, you're, you're making a point. Yes. Um, Nana Chabosum, don't interrupt me. <laughs> 
<laughs> legendary soundbite. Uh, listen, I, I think so. Basically, the GFA initially had trouble verifying the authenticity of his, his information that he provided at the beginning when he first came in. So he had to hold on while Sharif Mambo continued to coach the team. Then after some time, Ashanti Go requested for provisional lances to allow him to coach the team while the verification process was conducted by the GFA. So he supervised, I think, three matches. All three matches he was unbeating. He won two, drew one against the Krahata folk. Then after uh, the win against Ebisuot uh, Dwarfs, the GFA came up with a statement signed by the General Secretary, uh, Lawyer Prosper Harrison Ado, that they were revoking the provisional license that was granted him to coach in the Ghana Premier League because they could not verify from both one, the Turkish FA, and the German FA, where Mr. Gokialdes supposedly trained, where he also presented certificates from, because he presented two certificates, one from the German FA and another one from the Turkish FA. Versatile Cassidy. So they said they couldn't verify. And, and you see, to, to understand this, there was a time where the GFA basically did not check the certification of coaches, for especially foreign coaches that were brought into the Ghana Football Association mm-hmm. uh, to coach in Ghana football. I can imagine how but many have slipped through the, the club, Yes, but the club licensing system, this is a part of it. It mandates that every coach, and this is something that the GFA is trying to enforce strictly, every coach that coaches a Ghana Premier League team must have a calf license a certificate or its equivalent. Mm-hmm. Now, that calf license A certificate, equivalent of it from a European country, is the UEFA license A. Yeah. So you can't come with a UEFA license B, but because you trained in Europe, you say that your license B is equivalent to a calf license A. The GFA say they will have none of it, even if practically it might be the case. It has, it, it can never Thank be you, the Neely. case. In, so, in they're, they're saying that they, they're enforcing it strictly. That's what has landed us here. So, the certificates Gokialdis presented, I have seen what he presented. The GFA, though, say they can't verify those two certificates. And I have spoken to insiders at the GFA who have said that both the German FA and the Turkish FA have written to say they don't have Gokialdis' data in their system. Now, Gokialdis, on the other hand, went on radio and insisted that his certificates were genuine. In fact, the certificates were leaked in the media and he was circulating on WhatsApp yeah, groups. Yeah. And you could see there, written in German, that he had passed on exams and had been awarded UEFA licenses A. So something isn't right. There are two things here. It's either the GFA is having trouble verifying the information... Or they verify the information and Gokialdes is lying. In that case, he must have presented fake certificate. Is it fine Or maybe he passed out at some point and somehow the Germans don't have his records. That would or the Turkish don't have his records. That would never happen. So right now, what's crucial? The burden is no longer on the GFE. And even for Ashantigo, the burden is on Gokialdes to provide proof or point the GFA to where the records may be found. Or a contact person... I don't, I don't, hold on, hold on there a second. I do not think that you can 
exempt Asgold from this situation. There is, there is no, no, no. no. no I, I'm not saying say that. No, I'm not saying they are, they are, I was coming mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. because when we t- when we talk about doing background checks, yep. it's yep. key because there were reports earlier today that Ashantigo had fired him. I haven't authenticated those reports, but if they have indeed, then it means that they also believe. Mm-hmm. Qualify. Let's be honest. That, if the DSA yeah. hadn't come out with this finding, they would have Broca, allowed him Broca to Would have been strolling around or quoting the team. And while the G- and that's the disappointing part because when the GFA were raising concerns about the difficulties well, in verifying the information, Ashantigo, instead of trying to verify the information themselves they went. of the man that they brought to Ghana, they were rather pleading to the GFA to give them professional answers to use the coach. While the GFA worked on verifying the information. So, so for Ashanti Gold the themselves, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which means that for Ashanti Gold themselves, they thought that the, the coach had presented genuine certificates. And I think, yeah, some of these things can elude everybody. But when there are regulations being implemented in such a strict manner, I think the clubs need to do much better. Which takes me to my next point. Yeah. It's not only Ashanti Gold who are using a non have lines a equivalent coach. Of course, of course, of course. There are teams in Ghana now, including the champions, the defending champions, the Indiana Stars, who are also using Mr. W. O. Tando, whose calf lines a certificate isn't there. No, also, because he hasn't even taken the exam. Yeah, he hasn't done the course yet. And he's also been given professional lines. So, at what point do we decide? Because for the GFA, every the law must apply to everybody equally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're going to revoke the license of Gokayaldes Gokayaldes because you can't verify his information, how about Mr. W. Otando, who's, who, by public information... He said it himself. Yes, that he doesn't have it. So is the GFA giving him a leeway to operate because... It's partly their fault that he doesn't have it because he said he's been chasing them yeah. to take the exam because he took the class, he took the course. Around the time he was supposed to write the exams, he's also a military man. He went to South Africa to serve the country. So he missed out on the exam, even though he had taken the course. Then when he came, he said before he left, he requested to take, it to take the exams earlier than everybody else. And they said they couldn't uh, do that. They, couldn't they asked do him that. to go and come back. When he came back, the exam was taken, and then the next batch he was supposed to take the exam with, their examiner died, and then he said Anas took the the, the football and put it on in, in his armpit, and now somehow he doesn't have his, no, his certificate. Let me get something. He said what? Yeah, the examiner died. Oh, there's a there's a voice. Doesn't <laughs> mean that. Oh, there was no, voice. That cannot be true, because the the exams written at these coaching courses does not depend on an individual yep. no, at all not when it's a system not when the likes of Otia Kentin and then uh, coach um, Eduse and coach Masawu Didi Dramani who calves use to do these things are always around no that cannot be true if, so if W did that or said that then he can I remember very well that he was my colleague or he was my mate at the calf line since B you understand? We sat in the same class. He, myself, Coach Loco, Coach Off, um, Offman, and then um, I've forgotten. But, but a couple had, of the guys. Yeah, we had some wonderful time together. And our exams at the time did not rely on 
one I mean, individual. No, it is never true. Interesting. Because thought. carve what, themselves. What was the more. nature of the exam? I'm just curious. It is it is a proper exam. After okay, you have to go through the course such that there will be you go to class like we do normal classes, you are given project work to look at look at team and then come up with uh, a, a tactical know-how as to what yeah. exactly yeah. happened. You are given matches to analyze tactically. Mm. Mm. The losing side, the winnings are several of them. And, and then in addition to that, you are supposed to uh, take some psychological, anatomical courses and all that. So it's heavy. A, look, it's, it's a proper, it's heavy. intensive. Mm. Most people don't know. But when you go to the courses and you start classes at 9 a.m. and you end up closing at 10 p.m. Wow. Every day for one month, continuous. You're kidding. And at the end of the day, you have to write a proper exams. I know what I went through, and I know what some, some of my colleagues went through. And you can imagine. Okay? And, 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 and there were times where it, it was extremely difficult when it came to putting the things on paper. Mm-hmm. For some of my colleagues, it was extremely difficult. But it was so strictly organized that you need to go through. Mm-hmm. You need to do that to be certified okay. as a coach. At a certain what level? So I completely disagree with W.O. Tando if he says that the examiner died and as a result yeah. of that. Look, I, 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 look, I, 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 I don't know. Granting, do you have something to say? I wanted to make a point. Maybe I should. No, no, I think yes, yes, yes. I, I will say that maybe going forward, I think teams and the FA should collaborate maybe a bit more when they want to bring in coaches because of all the stories we've heard. There's a common line that is running through. People come in. They want a provisional license first while they get the main license. It so, shouldn't be. Yes. That, why that why don't you come in with the license it's in like hand? like telling people at CTFM that they should employ you, then you go and bring the university certificate so later. Like, doesn't who, who has that? This, and to this, be honest, I think Asgold really need to, they need to really spank themselves, slap themselves. Asante Kotoko did this, situ- they went through such a situation with Coach's Prayer Warrior. Uh, Zachariah. Asgold had, hey, as, uh, Accra had to folk nearly fell into the same pot with Kim Grant, but they fired him before it could get to that stage. That shows seriousness. That shows seriousness. Yeah. Well, let's, let's be honest. These clubs like Ashgold, Kotoko, Hearts, they're supposed to be setting example exactly. for the rest of the clubs. You are big clubs. You can't go and bring a clubs look at certificate. You can't, you can't be doing these things. Charlie, you have to clean show. Make sure you are doing the right thing. These things really don't make sense to me. If this thing was happening to some Division 1 or Division 2 team, I understand. But not as good with the excuse that give us provisional licenses. That No, the rules are there. If you don't have it, you, you can't coach. What, what, what hurts me the more is that, like we are saying, if the watchdog, which is the GFA, did not find out this irregularity and pointed out Gokayodis would have been quoting Ashgold to the see, end of the season. And, and the fact that the FA was bold enough to write to Ashanti Gold to tell them that, look here, this guy doesn't have a license. We've checked. He doesn't have one. It just clearly, I think it shows you that at, at least for once, not compromising. they open their eyes to see if people have licenses. And, and, and then, and I like look, look, Ben, a simple advice to our teams out there. Yeah. If you are, if Ashgood himself were very serious trying to get a license, a coach, you will find. You will find plenty. Do you remember when the GFA released their list? You know, there was like, plenty. Like I was telling the guys in midweek. Give the guys in their chance. I was trying to go and pick some I money, more local I was telling the guys in midweek oh, during football made in Ghana that Charlie Ghanaians, we like these things. Pizza. The moment we heard that Kasim G was oh, German Turkish, hey, hey, hey. Agbena, 
German Turkish, and your football, I dream of do, and your and your. Relax. Besides, I had I had Bechem United brought this French guy Romain Fouls. I don't think they employed him after a few weeks. Fouls the bad guy. Uh, <laughs> after a few weeks of his name in the press, I heard they've gotten rid of him. I'm sure. See, but let me make a let me make a prediction on this show today before the season ends. Who wants to bet with me? What's yeah, the, prediction? the prediction? Yeah. Ah, nah, nah. Oh, this it's prediction is conk. Uh, say it first. Not you know, a know a who will come and coach in this league before the season end? Chuba Aristica. <laughs> he will be back before the season ends. You mark my words. If he's coming back, he's going to the Ghana. Ah, very possible. But does he have a license? He's been coaching in Ghana forever. Whoever checked. Is well, not, I need some particular. Because I delight in Hey, relax. I'm, I'm <laughs> checking. I'm checking him on uh, transfer. Daniel, era. Daniel, Daniel. 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 You look at how they are playing based on the way they started the season. A lot of people didn't expect them to be playing this well and, and pick up this amount of points from at this stage in the season. But look, if you can't score goals, you cannot win championships. And for Hearts of Folk, it's a serious problem. Six goals all season. It, it, it's, it, look, it's, it's unforgivable. They need a striker. They, are they, need a, they are struggling. And it's very painful when you look at the midfield with so much quality as, as Hearts of Folk. And they create these chances and they cannot finish because well, they, they just don't somebody have, have to make the decision. Charlie, they, they, decide not to decide with the keeper. It's, it's, it's hard. And frankly speaking, for hearts of folk, if, if they don't get it, somebody who can get them at least 10 goals a season, it's, it's, it's not going to work out. Even top four, they can't make it because you can't go and dominate teams and play so well, especially on the road. They have the perfect game plan on the road. Mm-hmm. But that sort of game plan requires your strikers or your forwards your, your to be on top of their game you get your chance you score and for hearts they need five six seven chances before they can put in one goal and you, you you cannot be doing that the home form this season too has been very 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 poor just one win against dwarves and everybody's beating dwarves so it's not even an achievement honestly and it's it's it's, it's, it's very disturbing this this goal scoring thing and, and coach made a brilliant point about development i think and i know it's not that i think in ghana our development is too centered around and, and, and the defensive way midfielders. defensive midfielders and midfielders in general. Oh, this we, country. We, look, we, we love midfielders. If, if, typical, typical example, your normal small post game. <laughs> it gets everybody what, to what does it? You pass, you pass, you pass. You score and you are being insulted because you are not supposed to put the ball in the back of the net. <laughs> keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball. These things, do, yes, they help if you want to create a, a, a certain type of player. But, we need that holistic development. We need to improve ourselves in coaching and, and it, it, it will run down to the players. But for Hearts, if they don't get a goal scorer, I'm afraid. I've very met Drogba, obviously. He's on the goal scorer's chart with three goals, but it's not enough. But, and this goal scoring problem also translates to Ashkut because that guy, I said it last week, Benedict. that guy, Benedict, he has some funny saying. I even learned the same name. The guy is not serious. Like, look, you, and for Ashkut, another thing, if you have a striker of the caliber of Shafiu, you should at least have a decent backup plan. And this is a player we all knew when the team went to the WAF. We all knew that at, at a point this season, it was just a matter of months before he moved away from the team. And they, they didn't bring in anybody who could replace him or at least could do a decent job. Have in, you in, met in his, Damla? In his, 
Charlie, Charlie, stop, stop it. Look, it's 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 it's, it's, it's unforgivable. And for a team like as I said, if you can't score goals, you are definitely not going to win games. And I and I said it on football made in Ghana. If this game, if the game between Ashgold and Kotoko was even at the length, I'll still back Kotoko to win it. I think it's it's going to be a good win for Kotoko. For Hearts, obviously, I'm hoping they win. But the home form has been poor. Goal scoring has been they struggle to score goals. I'm hoping they win, but it's, it's, it will be difficult. Let me just run predictions and um, let me run fixtures for um, the game week by the guys. And I'll take predictions before we take our first and only break. So, friends, let me start with you. Wafa and Dreams FC, that game is at Sogakope. Yes, it's a very, very difficult match for Dreams FC especially. I think they, they, they've lost back-to-back games at home for the first time in their history. But, of course, those were... Not the most shocking results because those two defeats were both against Hartsofolk and Kotoko. Double um, <laughs> uh, Going away to Sogakope will be a will be a true test of their real abilities. Sogakope themselves, Wafa, they haven't been that invincible at home, but and it's actually one of those games that's very very difficult to call in my opinion. But I think that uh, if push comes to shove, I'm still going to trust the Sogakope boys to pull something off uh, out in this particular match. So I'm favoring. Wafa for a slim win, 2-1. Wafa to win 2-1. Nathan, Mediama take on Elmina Sharks. This one is in Takwa. Um, I think Mediama will win this one. I mean, in, in Takwa, they've, they've shown that they are quite solid. Yes, the goals seem to have dried a bit, but they seem to have a unit that's working well. I don't think that Sharks have what it is. I've seen Sharks play, and even the reputation they had still under... Yawa Champa have been a very solid side. I don't think they still have it. Uh, you know, I think this season they've lost a bit of mm. discipline at the back. They are giving goals away. And I think that they will have a challenge trying to uh, get something out of out of Taku. I, I, I Mediama to win that for me by a goal to nil. Diabolo Boys FC. <laughs> they are back. AKA Owo FC. They are back. <laughs> they have weeded the place. What? They have their license back. Diabolo Boys FC. Now they've renamed the Shout out to Yuku. Diabolo Park. <laughs> From Carindo Park to Diabolo Park. The theater of snakes. <laughs> the theater of what? Snakes. Snakes. Or snake cushion. I think they'll have to, I think they have to like change the welcome sign. <laughs> welcome to the snake pit. <laughs> hey, Diabolo Boys FC. It's a big game at um, Dansoman this weekend. They take on Adriana Stars. Coach. That's a big one. Liberty, Adriana. Big one. That's a big one. Look, for me, um, I think Liberty will win this. Mm. Yes, I think they'll win it. Because if you look at this Adriana team, look, they are not playing delicious sort of football. Mm. They are overly reliant on Yaya Mohammed. And away from home, he's shown that he's not the man. He has Mm. scored eight. Out of the eight, seven have been at home. Only one away. Mm. Only one away. And, 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 and one thing that I've observed about them is that they lack genuine pace going forward. Because, so if you're a team and you drop off, that is, you go to a low block yeah. and you vibe them onto you, that is where they'll punish you. But if you decide to press the ball very high up the pitch, like Hearts of Oak did at Doman, you will dominate them all day. Because although you are pressing the ball high up the pitch, when they decide to hit the ball long in behind your back four, they've not got the speed. To exploit the spaces. So you see them virtually struggling. So for Liberty, I think if they can detect the tempo by pressing the ball, going and press at the because if they drop off, they invite Diane Mohammed and co on to them. 
any set piece conceded anywhere closer to that 18 yeah yeah will blast that all day all day he's going to score so don't allow adriana to get into positions that will more or less allow them to show their true quality deny them those little 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 tips in the game and then you go on and punish it because i expect Liberty to create chances upon chances upon chances. And at the end of the day, I expect Liberty to win by a two-goal margin. And they'll have to Ooh. be ruthless. I saw them yes. play last week yes. at Ashanti goal. They got into the area and players were now looking for, for their team. Liberty professionals. Liberty professionals oh, believing. They, could, they are the kind of team that could be leading a match by three goals to nil. Yes, and, I will still be, and I will still be unsure if they'll win the game. Yeah. You know, they, they, are, they are just they, that they kind of team for me. Ruthless. Could play the most enterprising football. They just don't know how to close out games. So, there's also... Um, Dwarfs versus Carella. Uh, I won't take any prediction. Just quick thoughts uh, on that one. I think Dwarfs will win. Dwarfs win that one. Yeah, and then there's uh, Dwarfs. They actually back in form. Mm. Mm. That's why when when Daniel said everybody beats them, it's not true. <laughs> now everybody used to beat them. Yeah. Now at the start of the season, everything yeah. has completely changed, and that uh, has to be a lot of credit to their new coach, who's uh, Ernest Thompson. Yeah, he's brought uh, Ernest Thompson quarter. He's brought some stability in the team. I saw them. You confuse people. You make people Kote. think that the lawyer has gone yeah. to take up a coaching job. <laughs> I know, right? That's why you had to add the, the court. That's why. I, the first time I watched them was their defeat to Hearts of Folk. And even in that match, in that second half, oh my goodness. But for the Hearts of Folk goalkeeper, I think they would have gotten to Yeah, so the they were, they so were that's very, that's very good. So I, I think they're back. Even and, and I also watched them against Ashantigo in Obwasi, that 1 0 victory. It was as close as it gets. So uh, Dwarfs are really back in form. And I have a Dwarfs friend, Abeku, who told me that he thinks Dwarfs will finish in the top I six. I'm not ruling them out. Mm, mm. So there's Bekum Chelsea in Thailand as well. We'll take a quick break here on Sports Panorama. Show brought to us by Betway and DSTV. Nana Champon will usher us into the break. We'll be right back. Now, CEO of, CEO of Xylophone Group, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia Champon, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia Champon, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Apia Mensa. City 97.3. Accra. Welcome back to Sports Panorama on City 97.3. Benjamin Inketia here, show proudly brought to us by Betway and DSTV. Let's get to some transfer-related news before we get into EPL action. Charlie, the Blue Camp, coach's friends, they have made the purchase. Hakim Ziyech. Hakim Ziyech. Today, I heard somebody say something like, Chelsea have acquired the Amaris. Somebody says, hey, 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 we haven't acquired the Amaris. We have acquired our Hakim Ziyech. Don't come and give us any pressure. No. I will let the people themselves speak to them. I'll take Coach's thoughts. Definitely. Before, Definitely. Before I'll take anybody Definitely. else's thoughts. Coach. Definitely. 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 Definitely.
That's what I have for over 35 million euros. He has no opinion on this matter. Have you seen I am my saying he has an opinion. What is your problem? You have seen my tweet. Do you have a you? problem? Please. I have a problem. You Have you seen my tweet? The whole week I've been tweeting at you. Have you responded is to it, even what? simple. When you buy a player mm-hmm. of the quality of Emmanuel Jemfi. Ah! Charlie. You don't blow your horns. Ah. Oh, Relax, relax. Who is who is who is of the quality of Emmanuel Jemfi? What's behaved, Charlie? Christopher, what is this? Okay, let let coach. Oh, no, okay, you see, guys, please let let let's have some silence. Let let coach. Thank you. <laughs> I am using the analogy according to Fento Tahiro before I come to who the player actually is and what he brings on board. You equate Imane Nete to the best product in Portugal that United have acquired. A week later, you are not buying the best player in Holland. No. Who is the best player in Holland? Oh, no more. Go to Ajax. He's not the best player there. Who is? The likes of Who? Van der Beek and Tadek. Van der Beek is better than... No Van der Beek is better than... By his opinion, please. What is it's your subjective. problem? Let him, let him Let learn. me talk. You've gone to buy somebody who is not rated the best. So, you, you know, wait. Let me understand you. You are saying that Hakim Zayek is equal to Safu Jemfi. By Fentil's analogy. Analogy. Okay. Now, who is Hakim Zayek? Oh, who is Hakim? That's he's 21 a... assists to his name already 20, this season. 21 assists. Look, he's got a very good left foot. Mm. Nobody will run away from that. Mm. He's got a very good left foot. But he's a player who never shows up when it matters most. I can give you countless examples. Mm. So you don't blow horns <laughs> over such a player. Mm. He never shows up. Look, mm. you remember last season in the Champions mm. League space. Mm. He came to space. Mm. They won the game 1-0. They took a 2-0 lead in that second half. Lead! And he, and he had to bring his true quality to bear. We never saw him. He was dazed. Completely dazed, dazed. and vanished. But you saw the qualities oh, of no Van der Beek in oh, that match. The leads. You saw their qualities in that game. Let the man land. You see? Cow. So he was the expert. Oh, thank you. Cafe Nakai. It's like you are worrying. You are worrying. Cow worrying. Cow worrying. I'm a thing we have me. Cow worrying. You are looking at Hakim Zaij or Zaij. He was dazed. You see, thank you sounded as if Zaij is a trouble. As if he plays on the rope, hung in the air. He's on the turf. Stamford Bridge. He's a good player. I will not run out front of him. No, he's a good player. But he. What are his best attributes? I mean, he's a good passer of the ball from long distance. I mean, dead ball expert. No, dead ball. How many set pieces have they put in there? He's not the specialist set piece in the Ajax team. Mm, mm. He's not. Tadej definitely is. Yes, of course. So, yes, he's a team player. Mm. He's a team player. But if you've got players like. and I'm looking. Where exactly does he fit in this Chelsea? He's a winger. He can play on the left. He can play on the right. So he's going he can to play as a number ten as well. So, Odoi, <laughs> Hudson, Hudson Odoi, yeah. I told you Odoi, yeah. and the American boy, Pulisic. Then Fentio calls me during the week and say they are going to get Sancho, and I say ah, it would have been the worst business I would have seen simply because this Sancho boy mm. virtually chased out the American boy yep. from Dortmund yep. 
You spend 58 million pounds on him. Less than a year. You are going to bring him Sancho to chase up you. No, you can't do that. <laughs> so, Zayech, where exactly does he fit in this Chelsea setup? Maybe when, when Fento gets his chance, he will tell us. He will not play in the midfield. You mean who is he displacing from this current Nobody. team? Nobody. Nobody. Because that is... I, I, I was thinking that you go and get somebody... Can I, ask you, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Would you have said these same things if Zayek had said for Man United? Where is he going to play Man United? Who is he better than? Daniel James, of course. Oh, no more. Of course. Daniel... Oh, Olenoko. Beshi. It is not about... You see, when players like Zayek comes to Man United, the Man United, like, tank pressure alone will collapse him because he's got a record of not showing up in big games. You remember in the AFCON... Oh yes, he was asked for his I've tried not to mention his Morocco exploits because see, with that tag, mm. all he needed to do was to put the ball in the back of the net and they'll go to the next stage. But in fairness, the gentleman claims as he was about to play the penalty, he said he saw the post shifting. Can you imagine? What an excuse. He said he was playing. Let's not forget the country he was playing against. So spell. Was no, playing against my, the other country. Uh, let's relax. The so what I'm saying is, uh, well, what I'm saying is, with his left foot, yes, he will get the ball, pass, move, touch, move, shoot, the, score. Add those. Shoot, score from how many times have you shoot, score? Oh, average twenty goals a season for four seasons straight in the Dutch league. Please, yeah, in the no, Portuguese please, league, you sign him on your meeting. Are you going to allow his men to give this false statistics? Twenty goals a season. Zayek doesn't average. I am shocked. Don't do that. He said, don't give false hope to your supporters. So, say the truth. And the truth when is... When I put the statistics of Bruno Fernandes <laughs> on the board, nobody disputes that. He comes into the Portuguese national team and he shows class. Mm. Mm. When he get, when, of course, you are here. When he's in the Portuguese national team, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, What is your problem? <laughs> Can you say the same for Zayech? When they <laughs> met at the World Cup, oh. did you watch the game? Okay, you let's hear, let's hear from Did you watch that? Hold on, hold on. Don't spend your time. It's not good enough to... Microphone is off. Friends, don't spend your time battling Nimli. You, you, have, you have the platform now, coach. How can Chelsea sign a chair like this? Oh, let me and then you give me like 15 oh, minutes. Coach. What is it? You, have, you, have, you have 30 seconds. 30 to seconds. Like, they've bought an ordinary player who will just bring something ordinary to their game. Not something extraordinary. <laughs> Not at all. Not something extraordinary. Zayed. Time out for coach. Thanks. Yeah. Just 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 before you go on, you have a, a record of overhyping Chelsea signings. Please. The, no, hold on, let me just land. You have you have a reputation of calling players things that they are you, you called somebody the Adabraka rats and things all on this show. That they they are they are they intercepts like <laughs> Charlie, press. Charlie, press resistance <laughs> and things. You, you, you've really said things on but, this show. But, but Kovacic is press resistance. Press resistance. Yeah. 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 Jorginho. 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 Call somebody the hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. hybrid. Hakim Zayek. What's up? The magic of Oz. The Charlie Chaplin of football. Tell them. Tell them. Nana. 
we have signed a god <laughs> among men and the tilapia of moroccan football <laughs> the best left footed player you've ever seen in your life take out lano messi Hold on, more, more like the shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> Nana, oh, see Chelsea fans, Bashi. relax. You see, Christopher Nimli is speaking out of. Talk about, don't talk about what I have said. Oh, address the issue. Tell him to keep, tell him to keep, oh, to keep oh, your name out no. of his mouth. I, 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 I can. Can you mention my name at least at least five times in your presentation? Christopher's name out of your mouth. I'm saying. Show him how it is done. Let me tell you. Show him how. Let me tell you. Hakim Ziyech is going to solve a problem that's been in the Chelsea team for the last ten years. Let's have some silence in the studio. A, a, a sermon is about to be delivered. In fact, I dare say, in the last 13 years, since Iron Robin left Chelsea, Chelsea has never had a left footed attacker with the abilities of ZH. I dare say that ZH is Chelsea's most important wing signing since Ebbing Hazard from 2012. Hey, but the guy hasn't kicked the ball for you. Don't worry. Can't worry. Can't worry. Don't worry. Can't worry. When he comes and takes over that right side of attack, cutting in with that sweet left foot, unleashing volleys from 45 yards, 50 yards, Tale, no. relax. 50 yards, yeah, exactly. Have you seen Zabi Alonso Tale. score from 50 yards before? That's Zabi Alonso. This Thank you very much. This is Ziyech, who is even better. Oh. Ah, what? Zabi Alonso, how many times does he score? Why? This one, you want to debate me? Who is the better goal scorer? Alonso or ZH? It's okay, make your Alonso point. Alonso or ZH? It's okay, make your point. So I'm saying that don't let anybody tell you otherwise. ZH is a quality buy. Uh, a quality buy. A bargain, in fact. At 33 million with his qualities. That's true. So I, I, I definitely felt that he would have gone for at least 50 million. You know? At least 50. Some people spend 80 million on the Panasonic refrigerator. You can't just blow by like you didn't say anything. Let me go Panasonic on. what? Refrigerator. Who is that? 80 million pounds. Who are we talking about? Thank you. Let's move on. I did not mention names. Ah. <laughs> but you see, the truth is this. I think ZH, he is not an editing hazard. He's not a hazard replacement. I think everybody knows that. Logically. You'd be delusional to think that He's as good as Eden Hazard. But is he going to improve this Chelsea attack? Absolutely. He's a massive upgrade on Kalum Hatsing Odoi. He's a massive upgrade on William. Look at William. He's been at Chelsea since 2013. He's only scored up to 10 goals a season one time. If you look at the stats of ZH, every season he's been at Ajax, he's scored more than 10 goals. He's got 18 goals a season before. He's got 25 goals a season before. His like, numbers are ridiculous. As, oh, yeah. This yeah. season alone. This season. Did 21 goals in that's this season. Assists. Already, already this season, 30 matches he's played. He's made 21 assists. Do you know what that means? Not even Kevin De Bruyne is making 21 assists in 30 matches. That's ridiculous. In fact, when you talk, that's like the that's it's true. The visa, same. Wilfred Bonny, Wilfred Bonny was bossing. Yes, don't disrespect Wilfred Bonny. Even Christian when he went to Vitesse, Vitesse and him, we saw him there. Yeah, what are you talking about? Don't disrespect Wilfred Bonny. from there. We saw Iron Robin come from there. We have seen it all before. 
players have come from the Eredivisie to top divisions and they've dominated. You also Tajic at Southampton. He yes. went to Eredivisie, you are seeing him as the a best player there. A shock. The whole league is the best player, Tadic. Are you disputing that fact? I don't get your point. You're not making no point. So, do, do, players do, can't do, improve. Don't mind, Christopher. Make your players point. Players can't improve. Don't be sidetracked. Make your point. Oh, you're saying Tadic hasn't improved. He's the same player. Friend, <laughs> make your point. Don't worry. He's improved. So, listen. So, what I'm basically going to say is that I'm not going to sit here and say that Ziyech is going to solve all of Chelsea's problems. No, he's not. I never knew you but Chelsea has... That. No, but Chelsea has been in need of... Of a left-footed right winger for a long time. He's a left-footed player. Daniel, if you bear me out, last season, no, it wasn't at the beginning of last season, it was at the beginning of two seasons ago, I advocated for Chelsea to sign Leon Bailey. Yeah. After my recommendation. At the time. Do you know why? Because Chelsea have always needed a player in that mold. And Chelsea, we asked for Leon Bailey. We asked for a five and they gave us the edge. And I'm saying that, do you know Marina? Granovskaya, Granovskaya, you will only hear about the transfer when it is done. And once Ziyech is over the line, trust me, Sancho up is next Sancho is, is next. Sancho. Sancho, childhood friends with Tammy Abraham. Nana Sancho. He played in the under 17 with Kalum. They are best friends. Have you checked his Instagram feed? My goodness, he hangs out with these guys every time he comes to London. Mm. Why would he want to abandon that? To go to Manchester, you see, it's about cash, eh, no more. <laughs> like you were saying the last time. When it's you, about cash. When you see the glazer, they say what? We have what? Just mention the price. There is cash. <laughs> There's what? There is cash. <laughs> Just you buy Sancho hundred million. That's a dot more. Don't put the price on the man. Now about twenty. No, get come on, Cody. Twenty. Financial power. Oh, no more. Show, no more. Show your muscles. Ah. Chelsea. No, 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 wait. You said when, when, when it comes to the glazer, they told you that there's what? Just mention. How much be your too much money? There is cash. Glazers. Mm. There is what? You see, all of them, they, they are, the Lord is your baba. On a pamper, where he rub his hand on his pamper. Uh-huh. Woodward. Kawori. Woodward. Go and dish out the cash. Kawori. Dish it. Is it dish out the cash. You are dish, dish it out. Dot one hundred million. Haaland in two seasons oh, let it change he's going to come home there's what there's cash <laughs> talk about Jaden Sancho let me talk to Daniel let me Bear talk to Daniel, Daniel talk Chelsea. to like if Chelsea pay 100 million for Jaden Sancho they will not buy players for four seasons hey, <laughs> shots fired shots fired Daniel talk, talk to me a little bit about what, what you are expecting from Hakim uh, Ziyech and then also Man United versus Chelsea. That's a Monday night game. It's at the bridge, so it's Chelsea Man United. I was telling Nathan when the signing was completed that Ziek is somebody I like to watch, but I don't want him in my team. Mm. Yeah, I found he's, that quite mm. bizarre when I heard. Look, it. he's when exciting. Heard it's nice to watch his videos. It's nice to watch a neutral game where. Yes, he's in, he's playing. But he, he he lacks that thing. That thing that makes a player a top player. End product. End product. Decision making. He can be so frustrating. And honestly, the times I've actually voted for ZH or ZH's team, he's always the one who lets me down. And coach mentioned the Champions League. Yes, he scored in the second leg. But if you watch that second half, he was guilty of missing... 
three or four golden opportunities that would just have killed the game. And that, that is typical him. He cuts inside. Someone is making the run. He's a bar man. He's, he can hit the bar like three times in the he's game. He's 30 yards out. He goes for the shot. When he could have just made a simple decision by passing it. He's dribbled someone. Instead of crossing the ball, he wants to dribble again. You see, those those childish things that players should grow out by by nineteen twenty mm-hmm. with some certain level of exposure. I, I think it, should, it, it should, works for him in the Eredivisie. Exactly, exactly, and 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 that's why I understand coach's point when he talks about the pressure of the Premier League getting to him. Because if and 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 I'm being honest, if Manchester City signed him or if Liverpool signed him, I'll not worry. Can't worry. Because yeah. I know he'll be under Pep or he'll be under Klopp, and these are and guys and who can coach him. Even exactly. yeah. And these are guys who can coach him and mold him and make him a, a, a more complete player. But Lampard, no. Lampard but, is trying to make himself a complete coach. A complete coach. He's, he's not. He's not finished yet. And yes, fans may, and, and fans is right. He solves a problem that Chelsea have needed to address for years. Chelsea went in and bought left left footed wingers like Maluda who can cut in. Play and and, and, and it was. When you play in a certain style, mm. you need those, those sorts of players. And you can see that this season, Chelsea have lacked that a lot. Where they needed somebody to cut in and, and, and create space. Uh, or allow, even take a shot, take from, a shot from distance. Allow the fullback to make a run in there. The, the guys on the right are always, obviously, they are, they are, they are right-footed. It's very difficult. Hatsinodo is not comfortable there. William is not comfortable there. Aspi can't overlap and cross. He, he, he can So, yes, this is a problem they have addressed. Oh, didn't then, you say Aspi uh, can't overlap and score? Of course. Yes, no, but he's a, he's a, he's a better for, defender than that. Uh, I've been saying Adam. this about the mileage in his leg for years, and you've never accepted that. The, the problem isn't the mileage in his legs. He's just not an attacker. I, I won't let the two of you do it. He's just not... Daniel, please make your point. Don't leave these two guys alone. Make your point. <laughs> so yes, Chelsea have signed a good player, and I'm a I'm very good player. Oh, no, he's, not he's, not he's not. He's not a very good player. I have a better word. He's an excellent player. Continue. Sure. You make your point. Chelsea have signed a good player. I Pulisic is better than him. I personally, I feel Pulisic is better than him. I feel with time and the sort of form I've seen Kalum Hudson-Odoi hit. I think he's he's in a better position to be coached to be better than than Zier. Mm. So yes, in terms of solving that problem of a left-sided or yeah right-sided yeah. A midfielder with a left foot who can cut in, yes, Chelsea have solved it. He's a good player. Can he improve under Lampard? And, and that's that's what that's I'm that's, that's, that's what I'm hammering on. Chelsea is buying him because they believe that his ceiling is high. Exactly. Can he improve under Lampard? I I don't think so. Okay. I think so. Talk to me about. Chelsea taking on Man United. Now, Man United have already taken Chelsea to the cleanest in the Premier League once this season. We watched that game. You predicted that game. You were spot on with your prediction in that game. You remember? You should have gone back for my voice. You remember that? Like, the minimum. You remember that? For me. You remember that? <laughs> I will bring it back to life. Daniel, who walks away with this one? Chelsea have improved considerably since that um, early encounter at Old Trafford. <sighs> This will be tough. Honestly, I think this game went in a draw. I feel Chelsea are in a better position to beat Manchester United this time. United, United have been giant killers this season. Giant killers until 2020. <laughs> you look at their midfield, there are problems there. Pogba is out, um, McTominay is out, which is a serious miss for United. Mm. Says a lot. You look at the forward, a lot. You look at the forward line and the absence of... I never in my life thought I'll have to say this. That the absence of Marcus Rashford 
is going to affect Manchester United. Charlie Abo, Charlie Sack only, Sack only. What is this? Sack only. Look, Ben, pause, pause. Beginning of the season, yeah. in fact, before the season started, I told you people that Ole's excuse for selling Lukaku was a very false. He was lying to us. He was lying to us. You can't tell me that you don't want to use that sort of striker. Because everybody who watches football knows that Lukaku was not that sort of striker. But Ole painted him in our eyes as that sort of striker. Who can move? He's just there. He holds the ball. Distributes. Big target man kind of striker. Fine. And you sacked him. Only for half the season to pass. And you go and bring... Odion Odion from China to come and do the same job you said Lukaku you didn't want your team to play in that way and look, look, look. doesn't doesn't look me at the moment me. I'm hearing he's even being kept away from me. the team because of coronavirus me me he's going to go the virus on Monday look this thing decisions like this just shows you who that the court is completely clueless when I said Clueless. When Is I said Ole should not here. be employed, Chris Nimley and Daniel Cranty said, "No, no, 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 no! Keep the man. When yeah, the magical right. When it comes to the selling of Lukaku, everybody here. Let me, let me, let's stand. Let me, let me, let me read messages that are coming. You said you didn't need that type. It's okay. It's okay. We are almost out of time. Let me read messages that are coming through. Calvin says, I'm excited about the ZF capture. I just hope we get a better striker to put those balls uh, he will supply. Omey says, Coach will criticize even the best player of the world that Chelsea buy. Um, Kabute from... Kabute from Adenta says Tadic was a very good player at Southampton. Good player only for his teammates to miss chances. Ben from Tema says fans just got me fired up. We signed a Panasonic fridge. We're here, but you can't compare Nasco with Panasonic. <laughs> Mangala Jesse from Teshi Nugai State says Akim Ziyech to Chelsea is a perfect signing. The only problem is he's neither strong on the ball nor aggressive. Let's wait and see if Frank can help transform him. More messages coming through. Leslie Ni Ate from Osu says, uh, Mr. Nimli, did you really say Ziyech doesn't show up in big games? He scored twice against Spurs last season and against Real Madrid oh. at the Bernabeu. Even Dan James starts at Man United. Yeah, no, no, no. K from Bachona says, Ziyech, oh Ziyech, what a wow signing. England is blue. Secondly, the Hearts keeper is making waves in the GPL. I love the saves he's been making so far. Rexford from Koforidia says, I don't see why we should be interested in discussing uh, Daniel Fries in the he had been given the opportunity to the man would have properly expressed himself. Well, I don't think that's neither here nor there. Kelvin from hey, Kelvin De Heer Pegasus. Okay, <laughs> me to Ampersus. He says, You are live in the University of Energy and Natural Resources, United Campus. Greetings to every blessed man in the studio. Uh, this one also uh, from Guruguna. Okay, says that Charlie. <laughs> hey, Guruguna Dabeguyanga from Adabraka. Jesus. Since I have decode, I have just decoded the audio of Danny. He struggled because he replaced the A in appear with E, and he said Nana Epi, Nana Epi. So we, so when he stopped slanging and began saying appear, he gained the flow. Aroma inside Dome, Aroma inside Dome says that, um, guys, I feel afraid he didn't really mean to say that. Okay, that's uh, all all in good. Let's let me just go to the Premier League fixture. So Leicester City and Wolves are kindly playing. It's goalless. Twenty nine minutes played in that game. Tomorrow there's South. Southampton versus Burnley, Norwich, Liverpool, uh, Aston Villa, Tottenham on Sunday, Arsenal, Newcastle, Monday, Chelsea, Man United, Nathan.
So Nathan, quick thoughts on that one. Um, Southampton and Burnley, interesting one. Um, Burnley in the last three games have looked okay. Two wins, yeah. one against United. They've picked up a point against Arsenal. All of that. It's looking really good. But I wonder how they'll fare away. I think that they may have a chance to upset Southampton. But if you look at the kind of form Southampton have been trying to get into in the last two months, mm. they look like a team that really wants to fight on relegation. So a score draw for me, a score draw for me on, on this, simply because of Burnley's stubbornness and the fact that Southampton themselves need to be a bit more solid when it comes to goal scoring. Okay, talk to me about what DSTV have for us this week in terms of action. Well, yes, uh, part two of match week 26 is happening um, in terms of the Premier League. Um, the Spanish Premier League action happening now as things stand. The last time I checked, it was uh, Valencia losing to Atletico Madrid. So they'll have more of that, more Italian football this weekend as well. And... Uh, some WWE and uh, all that happening on DSTV. If you love your boxing, I'm giving you advance notice. DSTV do have the rights for Wilder, Wilder versus Fury 2. Mm. Timber! Which is, which is next weekend. Provided nothing crazy happens, that bout will be on DSTV next weekend. But this weekend is more football, some wrestling if you love your, your wrestling. And some tennis as well. The ABN AMRO is happening. We are all prepping for the next tennis major. So all these minor tournaments are happening. All of that live on, on DSTV. And if you love your African football, there's Zambian football, there's some South African football as well. All of that on ben, DSTV. Just a quick one. It's today is 14 February. Yeah. yeah. We are halfway through the second month of the year. Mm-hmm. And Cristiano Ronaldo has scored in every single game in 2020. I have a problem. Charlie, mm. I have a problem. Talk to me. My boss gave me a promise. Mm. What are you Oh, you have to say it before he goes. Oh, promise me. So that's all for tonight's show. It's been absolutely fun coming away with this one. Daniel Krante, Fentu Tahiru, Nathan Kwa, and also Coach Christopher Nimli, Daniel Squashe with Hans in the studio. Thank you very much for all the text messages you sent us. We'll be getting to the Premier League preview show for this week in a bit, but we'll finish with Nana Champo because it's been an absolute epic week. Nana Champo, please take all your accolades. Now, CEO of, CEO of Xylophone Group, CEO of Xylophone Group, Nana Epia. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Ep- CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Champong hey. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Champong oh. CEO of Xylophone Group Nana Apia Mensa hey.